Welcome to episode 10 of the Leadership in Context podcast with Keith Tusi. Today, Keith continues a series of conversation about discipleship. The end result of discipleship should not be merely raising up people who are committed, serving, faithful, and loyal, but releasing them to lead others. Welcome to Leadership in Context, a conversation on leadership in the context of the local church. Keith Tusi is the apostolic team leader of the Network of Related Pastors. He loves the church and its leaders. You will be empowered and equipped to walk in fruitful ministry as you listen to Keith put leadership truths in the context of the local church. For show notes, email podcast at inourpastors.com. And now here's Keith Tusi. We've been talking about discipleship in these podcasts and these discussions we're having, and we've spent a little bit of time focusing on the outcome, and I want to revisit that again a little bit and ask you as a discipleship maker, as a leader, what are you looking for as the outcome of the discipleship? Chances are you might hit that goal. Chances are, if you're disappointed about what you're seeing right now, maybe you're hitting the goal because maybe the goal is too low. As I listen to some discipleship structures and even the invitation to some discipleship, a reasonable person could conclude that many local churches are simply looking for somebody to commit certain duties, certain tasks, serve, be faithful, loyal, committed, be honorable. And those are all certainly great traits that should be in every disciple. But I believe those are the ground, those are the soil, and not the fruit of discipleship. It is certainly good ground and one that needs to be covered in the discipleship process. But I believe our outcome needs to be higher than that. We should not be looking for somebody who can just follow directions, quite frankly. We need to be entrusting some people that can give some directions, some people we can let off the leash and give them some parameters and let them run just as I'm sure it happened in my life and I'm sure happened in your life, and there will be some mistakes that are made, but thank God they've got a pastor that wants to disciple them and they're going to work with them. So we're talking about producing leaders, not just followers. Let's not get confused about the process and the purpose. The process is training up followers, because if you're not a good follower, you can't be a great leader. But we don't want to leave people with the idea that discipleship, the lid on discipleship, is simply on being a great follower. No, it's on being a great leader. Somebody that cannot just follow directions, but somebody that will give directions. And that means moving them from just doing tasks and leading projects and even leading ministries to leading people. And of course, that's the next phase of discipleship. And that's where you know you begin to form that tight group and that tight bond with these guys because you're going to have to coach them. You're going to have to seize teaching moments uh, to work with them as they deal with people because disciples come in all shapes and sizes. They come in all different type of personality formats. And by the way, 
that may be a good checklist for you to look at the men you're discipling and ask yourself a question. Do I have just one personality I'm basically dealing with in different people? That might tell you that the door to discipleship is being defined by certain personality traits and not really maybe by somebody's real calling. Because ultimately, in discipleship, we want to find out what their calling is and we want to empower them. Helping us and serving us is just part of that process. But there should be some extension beyond us, certainly. That's how the kingdom increases. Uh, So when we're talking about releasing them, uh, to deal with people, that means we're going to have to teach them. We're going to have to teach them some of the nuances, some of the the pedigree, some of the temperament, some of the manners that have to happen when you're dealing with people. And a certain amount of that can be done in the classroom. And, you know, men can certainly uh, intellectually agree and even aspire to some of those things. But the truth is, most of those things are really not going to happen until you have a teaching moment with them and you've got to pull them aside and teach them how to speak calmly or teach them how to speak clearly or teach them how to speak nicely or teach them how to speak a little more authoritatively or whatever it may be. That's going to be that in-house that hothouse atmosphere where you're actually giving them something to do, where you're letting them off the leash, letting them run a little bit, because dealing with people is a long-term process. And many people, I can tell you myself, I never benefited from that as a young man. There was no one that really, you know, coached me, helped me. I had to learn so many things by the school of hard knocks. And of course, the older you get, the harder it becomes to learn. But we need vulnerable and bold pastors and disciple makers and mentors that will seize the opportunity to help these men deal with people. Because ultimately, discipleship, if you think about it, is influencing people for God, right? Holy, committed followers of Jesus Christ for the purpose of influencing others. And you know, as well as I do, that if people are not reasonable in their dealings with people, if they're not growing in grace in their dealings with people, then they're not going to be able to influence them. If they can't influence them, they can't lead them. If they can't lead them, they can't mobilize them. So think of all the lessons you've learned, many of them I'm sure the hard way, but some thank God maybe there was somebody there beside you to help you and point out some flaws or some things that you could polish Uh, If we are just expecting men to grow in those type of things by sitting in a classroom or hearing sermons, then I think we've really misjudged how we're going to get there. It might be a great desire to arrive at a certain place, but we're not going to get there by just simply pumping more information into them. Uh, They they don't need more information. They're going to need some firsthand practical information impartation so that they can deal with people. Let's raise the standard of discipleship from merely creating men who are faithful and loyal. What a great thing. Wouldn't we like to have a church full of people like that? But that we release. It may be interesting to ask some of the key guys around you, 
what they think a disciple looks like. And chances are you'll get a good list of character qualifications, but maybe not so much action items. And so we want the character items and we want the action items uh, to be married together. We want disciples in our church to be men that we're going to trust to do something in a pinch or to be on their own, to hear from God, to motivate people, to lead people, so that we can increase the sphere of our ministry. That's what it's all about. We just don't want people that can take orders, that can keep things orderly. That's the foundation. Why do we want things orderly? So that we can expand, so that we can grow. So we want there to be order in their life. All those good things we teach them about, you know, being a giver and serving and being on time and, and honoring their word and all those things, those are, that's the soil. That's the foundation for them to launch. launch. Look at the men that you have right now and begin to say, what do I have to do? What do I have to put in where I could trust them to lead people if I was not around? Basically, I'd say it like this. I'd like to raise up a group of men that when each one of those men is out doing whatever they're doing in the kingdom, in the world, that they would have a sense that they are the most responsible person in the room. Maybe not the most knowledgeable, maybe not the most equipped, maybe the, not the person who's informed the best, but something in them says, I am the most responsible person here, and I'm going to represent God to the best of my ability. God's given me a voice, and I'm going to do that. That's what I'm talking about. That's what that looks like. You get a few men in a church that begin to do that, and they will stir something up in people. So if your standard for discipleship has merely been just the soil, let's get away from that, or let's grow from that, I should say, and let's grow to the fruit of discipleship, which is actually not following, but leading. God bless you. Thank you for spending this time with us talking about discipleship, and I'll trust You'll put some of these things in action as they spoke into your heart. Today, Keith continued the conversation about discipleship. Discipleship should not merely be raising up people who are committed, serving, faithful, and loyal. This is the soil, not the fruit of discipleship. The process is training up followers, but the product, the fruit, is releasing leaders. Thanks for listening this week to another episode of Leadership in Context with Keith Tusi. Join us next week as Keith continues to put leadership truths in the context of the local church. As always, subscribe, like, rate, and share our podcast. For show notes or to ask Keith a question, email podcast at innerpastors.com. If you would like more information, check out the blog at innerpastors.com backslash blog. Make sure you follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Inner Pastors. See you next week.